Jim Harbaugh had his first meeting with the media since the beginning of fall camp. Lots to glean, including a very, very scary potential kick returner, injury updates, freshmen who are impressing, different risers. Going to talk about it all on this episode of Locked On Wolverines. You are Locked On Wolverines, your daily podcast on the Michigan Wolverines, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Happy Tuesday. We are back in doing it. Locked on Wolverines podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, where it is your team every day. I am your man on the ground, Isaiah Hole, publisher of Wolverines Wire through USA Today Sports Media Group. I just got back from Ann Arbor from uh, Jim Harbaugh's press conference. He had it at noon. It's 5 p.m., 5.15 at the moment. Uh, of course, I stopped off and wrote. I did an old school having a couple cigars or just one cigar. Didn't have a couple. I had one cigar and wrote. Uh, but uh, lots of interesting things to glean from Jim Harbaugh's press conference. So that's what we're going to spend the bulk of time doing. We're not going to talk about the NCAA stuff because I don't care anymore. It, it's kaput for now. NCAA is ridiculous. Maybe we'll do another episode on that tomorrow. I'm not sure. Um, you probably bet on that, actually. <laughs> but we'll we'll get to that stuff here uh, eventually. But let's talk about what he had to say today, because that's much more pressing. That has to do with the team itself, uh, all of that. So I've got I've I've got my articles up here. So I've got the quotes up of things that need to be discussed. Uh, I think the most interesting thing that came out of uh, Jim Harbaugh's press conference, actually, outside of what he said, I think the most interesting thing is that this was the this press conference was packed like it was the Ohio State week. There were about 10 TV cameras there, just about every media member that you would expect. I mean, yeah, it was just local, essentially. I mean, you didn't have ESPN guys there. You didn't have uh, Columbus people there. But, I mean, it was just jam-packed. And if you are sitting there thinking like, oh, okay, Isaiah, that that sounds about normal. It's Jim Harbaugh. That's not always been the case. Oh, but, you know, people expect him to be pretty good. There's a lot of hype. Yeah, guess what? There's a lot of hype in 2016. That did the... the, the uh, Fall camp press conference for Jim Harbaugh was not nearly as packed in 2016 or any other year as it was just now. So a lot of interest in Michigan football. I would like my traffic on Wolverines Wire to reflect that. It does not currently, but a lot of interest in uh, in what about Michigan football, the number two team in the country, both on the AP as well as the uh, coaches poll. So. Uh, but I think the most interesting thing that he had to say coming out of this press conference was about kick returner. Yeah, that's not something that you normally would be like, you know what? That gets my juices flowing. Let's do it. But he was he was talking about he was asked uh, by uh, Chris Ballas, who was just on the most recent episode before this one of Locked on Wolverines. A big got a big thank you to Chris Ballas for joining and uh you know, right now, Clayton Safey is over there. He, he, he begged me already today. He said, I, I need to be on it again. He, he didn't. He just, I'm just doing this to annoy him. Um, but uh, <laughs> he, he asked about the kick returners and everything. Like, who, you know, who's, who's of interest? And he said, right now, that's a good competition. Mike Sainer still, Kalel Mullings. Donovan Edwards has been really good in punt return. Jake Thaw right there at the top. Keyshawn Harris, Carmelo English, Tyler Morris. Kick returner, Kalel. Roman Wilson, Iman Dennis could be extremely, extremely good. But then he goes on. He continues after that. And he says, also a secret plan for Alex Orgy. That's right. Quarterback Alex Orgy. Secret plan for him. 
Got a chance to be maybe one of the greatest kick returners of all time. Harbaugh's not much for hyperbole. That's 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 an interesting thing. Big 235-pound guy, so we just started doing it. We'll see how it goes. He's also excelling at quarterback, so there'll be some decisions that have to be made. We have to improve in our kickoff return blocking before I would agree to have Alex Orgy returning the kick. Um, so... As he continues, so there's a bit of a challenge going on. It has made for quite a bit of excitement and enthusiasm that your kickoff return blockers have seen what Alex can do as a kick returner, but the challenge is on them to get better at their fundamentals and their techniques to give him a chance because if he can, if we can make it happen, it would be really special. But, I mean, Clell Mullings is very similar in that role, but, yeah, there's some excitement there. How much, aside from Ronnie Bell's injury on a punt return, have we really heard this much talk about a a returner? I think it's one of those things you almost set it and you forget it. And, you you know, you hopefully you have a good one. A.J. Henning was pretty good for Michigan in that role. Ronnie Bell was pretty good for Michigan in those roles. Uh, Going back, obviously, Jabril, Jordan Lewis, some of those guys. I, I just think that that is really tantalizing because it's like, what would make him... Normally, you think of a guy that's like a speedster, right? You think of a guy like... Who is it? Nick Chubb? Is that who I'm thinking of? I, I don't think I have that right because that's that's uh, that's the Georgia running back. Who is the... Josh Cribbs. That's who I'm thinking of. A guy like Josh Cribbs is usually who I think of when I think of like, yeah, man, give me a return threat. A guy who can just break it you know, break it down. Andre Drummond, even. I mean, he's not in that same category, but, you know, I think you think of a, a speed guy that's going to find that crease and he's just going to hit the home run. That's where, like, Donovan Edwards is interesting, right? Is having a guy who can hit the home run. If he, if he can find that crease, he can find that, that avenue, he could be gone. But having a quarterback who looks like a linebacker be a, be a kick returner is very, very interesting. Ultimately, with all of these names that are being mentioned, I think it's kind of intriguing because this isn't just like, all right, they got the speed guy there. I mean, yeah, they, they do have that. You know, they got Roman Wilson. I'm kind of surprised no Marion Walker is mentioned there. And I know there's probably people that are going to look at these and say, well, like, hey, you got to save your starter, blah, blah, blah. That's never been Jim Harbaugh's credo. It hasn't been. I mean, you do, unless he has a dedicated guy. Remember, Jerome Peppers was returning and he was considered to be like the most important guy uh, on defense, right? So, uh, but I mean, a lot of these other names are, are intriguing. Roman Wilson, Donovan Edwards. I mean, heck, even guys like Iman Dennis, who is kind of a Mike Sainer still clone. They went to a lab in, in somewhere in Massachusetts and they created another Mike Sainer still. He just hasn't fully matured into the full Mike Sainer, Mike Sainer still experience as of yet. He needs to cut his hair, I think, first to match Mike. But nonetheless, I think there's some intriguing options. I just think it's really, really interesting about Alex Orgy in particular, especially because he was one of four Michigan players that was on Bruce Feldman's freaks list on the athletic as of today. Uh, he Here's what Bruce Feldman had to say about it. He said the 6'3", 237-pound sophomore ranks number one on the team in its cumulative KPI score, which is made up of 48 key performance indicators they use to track frame analysis. Flexibility, mobility, strength, power, and agility, speed. Orgy vertical jumped 
41 inches and did 2.34 in the reactive plyo uh, plyo stairs rather uh broad jump 10.6 and did a 3.97 shut in the shuttle and 6.65 in the three cone on the field the texas native ran for two touchdowns and completed one pass and mop-up duty in 2022 ultimately i just think that he's a guy you gotta get on the field and just if, if it's kick return then cool if it's being a situational quarterback, cool. Put him out at receiver if you want. Get him out in a, some kind of running play. I don't really care. Get him out on the field. But best returner, one of the best, one of the greatest returners in, in history, that will be interesting to see. We've got plenty more. Let's get to the risers. Let's get to the injuries. Let's get to the freshmen. We've got so much to get to here. And we'll do that all in just a moment. Before we do, these days, every new potential hire that can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you've got to check out LinkedIn Jobs. Now, LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. And trust me, you want to be able to get that player that you need or that team member you need, whatever you want to call them. Let's Let's treat it like a transfer portal. So easy to create your job on LinkedIn Jobs. And once you do that, you add the purple hashtag hiring frame to let everyone know that you are hiring. Simple tools like screening questions will help you whittle down on everything, make it easy to focus on the candidates that you want to talk to with just the right skills and experience. It will save you time and help you quickly prioritize who you want to interview on hire. Just like Michigan went into the transfer portal, they went and got a couple guys that are actually on the freaks list. They went out and got a Josiah Stewart. Uh, Stewart, and I wanted to say Scott again. I'm just I'm backing that. They like they go out and get a Josiah Stewart and AJ Barner and Drake Nugent to help Michigan propel itself to that next level to win a championship. You can help your team, your business win a, uh, your own championship. I was gonna say national championship. Maybe your business has that. By going and finding the exact right team members, the same exact ordeal. So it's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs, number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the best and qualified candidates, helps you do so faster. It's free. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash lockdown college. That's linkedin.com slash lockdown college. Terms and conditions do apply. Mr. Stammery over here, but that's usual. My, 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 I'm not trying to make myself sound like I'm super smart. Um, I have my moments, but I also have my moments the other way. Um, but a lot of times if I start stammering, it's because I'm thinking of three things and can't think of what one thing to say all at once. And I, I it's like, I have to, I, I don't just say things. Sometimes on this podcast, I do. Sometimes I go improv rules and just let it all flow, let it all come out without thinking about it. But most of the time, I'm sitting there thinking about what I'm going to say. I hear it in my head about uh, a millisecond before I say it. Most of the time, not always. If the loopy shows, the, the shows where I, I just seem, I, I, I guess, not necessarily uncharacteristically at this point, but generally uncharacteristically just... Wilden, because I'm I'm not I don't have that inner monologue telling me what to say. Anyway, that's why I stammer sometimes, trying to say three things at once, and nothing wins. Um, all right, lots of other stuff to get to with this Jim Harbaugh press conference. It was really good. Uh, I do want to share before we get into the actual meat of things. I'm gonna waste some time for no reason, just because I want to. 
so my best friend and I, Doug, and I have an inside joke, which some of the other media members also share in, um, about Jim Harbaugh, especially in the fall camp press conference, because he tends to use my question as a springboard for whatever it is he wants to talk about, especially if I go first. I mean, I think that's anyone that goes first. I like to go first because it's just get it out of the way. I, I, I'm an eager person in a lot of ways, but now that I'm comfortable in this role, it took several years before I was comfortable. Um, keeping in mind, this wasn't my profession. I was like a, you know, I was a talent agent assistant, <laughs> you know, uh, so to ask Jim Harbaugh questions, even though I'm quite familiar with uh, people of celebrity, talk to them all the time. Uh, a little different when you're doing it in front of everybody else and don't want to come off as an idiot. Uh, but uh, so I asked my questions first often and he has tended to answer it however he wants, which I'm I'm fine with. If, if I can get the question answered one way or another and he actually ended up doing it, not in my question, but later, um, then cool. But the uh, back in 2020, I believe it was, uh, so we're having our outdoor outdoor press conferences. I kept on asking him questions. Uh, like I asked him about f- freshmen and then I asked him about like a very specific freshman and he just kept pivoting to the offensive line. He just wanted to talk about the offensive line and decided I'm just not going to listen or he wasn't hearing what I was saying and just decided I'm going to talk about the offensive line. So my best friend said, uh, I called him on my way home because I thought it was hilarious. And he was like, it's what if he just thinks that that you Isaiah are like obsessed with the offensive line and it's just like like all right Jim so a quick quick question how how do you, how do you feel the running backs are looking this year and is, do you have a third running back <laughs> you knew this guy was going to ask an offensive line question am I right and looks around and everyone's like yeah that's that's what he's like and me being like completely like what I don't that's the inside joke I probably don't didn't explain it very well. I kind of felt like that's what happened today, which is why I bring it up because I asked him, I said, you know, what, what players are have been under the radar that maybe are starting to assert themselves for playing time this year? I didn't ask it that eloquently, but I asked it and uh, and he started talking about the offensive line and I had to like fight within me and not to just start laughing hysterically. Um, anyway, wasted way too much time for that. Um, let's go to... The risers. So he mentioned more than four players, and this wasn't like all in one. So this was answering my question, but he didn't do it all in one, right? It wasn't like, he, I, you know, I asked him and he said, all right, here's four players. It was just spread throughout the 25 minutes we spoke to him in which he brought up four players that really seemed to make an impact, be making an impact. Some have started already. Uh, so the first one we'll highlight is Carson Barnhart, who he said this on the Big Ten Network's uh, fall camp episode that aired last night. But he said, I'd say if I had to pick the best one right now so far through 12, 13 days of camp, Carson Barnhart is having the best camp so far. So that that he's being consistent from with what he said last night to that, which he said today. Uh It'll be interesting because he's battling at left tackle with Ladarius Henderson. Does that mean that he ends up winning the job or no? But he did say what is going to happen probably. Uh, he called it the Michigan method. You know, he's only ever used it once. He just said he, he heard about it somewhere else and decided it's it's pretty cool. 
is uh, doing what he did with the quarterbacks last year. He's going to do the same thing with uh, the tackles. Said maybe he'll do the same thing with the second cornerback spot, some other places, defensive tackle, all of that, edge rusher. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if he, if Ladarius Henderson doesn't even end up really being a factor because Carson Barnard, who's been around forever, started games all the way back in 2020. If he ends up being, uh, if he ends up cementing that role at left tackle, um, the one that I was most excited about was you mentioned Jaden hood, right? How many times have any of you who watch or listen to this show with regularity hear me say that Michigan really needs Jaden hood to step up. And I've been waiting for that name. He's a four star. He played at St. Thomas Aquinas in Fort Lauderdale. Michigan has not had good track record with that school and linebackers considering Anthony Solomon kind of same deal came aboard. Didn't really, you know, he was out there somewhere lost in the ether. Um, But Jim Harbaugh said this today about Jaden hood. He said, The guy who I'd say asserted himself the most is Jaden Hood. As far as where he was last year to where he is now. This was in my question, by the way, that he said this. Uh, He is really getting right there in the mix, special teams and defensively. Uh, Actually, both of those were from my question. So I guess he is. He did answer me a little bit. But, um, I mean, encouraged. No mention of Jimmy Rolder. There are a couple times he forgot guys. The way he brought his roster. But he always doesn't want to forget guys. So I don't know if that means that he's fully surpassed Jimmy Rolder. I don't know what the deal is with Jimmy Rolder, but whatever. Um, running out of time in segment two, so let's let's continue quickly. Uh, Andrew Gentry was mentioned. Uh, doesn't necessarily sound like a guy that's going to play a lot, but he said it kills me not to put Andrew Gentry in the, that category after mentioning all of the linemen. Uh, because he's so good, we're going to have to play him at guard and tackle and find ways to get him on the field. So that's encouraging, at least for the future, maybe not this year, or if there are injuries, that you have a guy that can come in and play either. That's exciting. At wide receiver is the last one. He's talking about the wide receivers. He went through the freshmen and all of this, and we'll talk about them momentarily. But uh, he said, the other guy's Christian Dixon. Also, in my mind, is somebody that's really asserting himself right now, and it's his availability, and he's there every day. He's playing through. He's taking a couple of big hits, held onto the ball, but it's that talent to be there every single day. Best avail- ability is availability. He's rising. That is big because Michigan needs receivers to step up. No Ronnie Bell anymore. Roman Wilson's the one I, I still hope it really goes and ends up being a thousand yard receiver. They, there's other guys. I have my eyes on, I think we all do on Darius Clemens. I'm excited about Carmelo English. Uh, but if, if Christian Dixon, remember everyone was really excited about his commitment. He was considered to be an extremely fast player. And then Michigan got Xavier worthy and people didn't care anymore. So it'll be interesting to see if he can take that step forward. Powerhouse High School, modern day. USC feeder ends up at Michigan. A lot of people thought he probably would have transferred by now. Stuck around. See where it got him. Uh, We'll mention injuries, and then we'll talk about freshmen. We'll do that here in just a moment. All right, so let's close out. Try not to go 35 minutes with this one, but you never know with me. 
could be this. We're at twenty-ish minutes right now. It's gonna be twenty-two minutes. It could be twenty-nine. I am ready for a rest. <laughs> See, ready for a rest. Um, quick aside, I've been really into war movies. I watched seven, 1917 last night, and that was incredible. It's not actually a single shot, but it's made to look like it's one continuous shot. From a technical standpoint, unbelievable, although the editor had to be bored, or they got the movie done in 25 minutes. But it was, it was a technical achievement by Sam Mendes, who I'm not necessarily a giant Sam Mendes fan, but I, I, I thought that it was pretty incredible. Before, before you decide to say, Isaiah, why are you, why are you talking about movies? Again, remember I have a film degree from Michigan. I still, I still laugh about them when I had a film opinion that I put on Twitter at one point and someone said, stick to, stick to football. You clearly don't know anything about movies, which is like, actually know a lot more about movies and filmmaking than I do football. Uh, still owe tens of thousands as a result. Um, anyway, um, so let's talk about injuries for a second. Then we'll get to the freshmen. Uh, Jim Harbaugh did mention nine freshmen, but six seem to really be drawing his attention. So Amarian Walker, who many of us, maybe not many of us, but I saw on crutches uh, entering the building on Friday. Uh, he, uh, Jim Harbaugh says he's going to be fine in four or five days. So that's good. I mean, bummer for him because he really needs the reps if he's going to be a starter. Obviously, Josh Wallace is my odds on favorite at the, in that role. But uh, right now, not, no major injuries, but knock on the wood on, that we have here, except for maybe Logan Forbes, the second-year walk-on wide receiver out of Clarkston, Michigan. Uh, they were having an MRI on him, so hopefully he's good. You always want – and I know people will sit there and be like, what's the matter? You know, he's a walk-on. He very well could have been a, like a special team star. That's where a lot of those walk-ons go and make their names known as on special teams. So uh, hopefully he's okay and can – can uh, be back at some point in the season if he is needed and hopefully he gets healthy. But the good news is, is there's really normally at this point we're we're hearing about a couple season ending injuries and you know, it it's this point and it's usually that about a week from week and a half from now, right? When you're starting to enter game week, then there's always those rumors that circulate and some there's usually a little bit of veracity to it. So hopefully through Ben Herbert and the things that he's been able to do and uh, and some caution, Michigan will be fine going into week one. But right now, that's it. Those two. That's impressive. Um, so Jim Harbaugh mentioned plenty of uh, of freshmen. Sometimes he deflects on that, and he kind of started to, and whatever, and he didn't necessarily, uh, wasn't necessarily like going down a list of freshmen, but he did mention nine specific freshmen that have impressed him. They are all kind of positional, so it started off talking about the wide receivers, and he said Frederick Moore, Carmelo English, and Samaj Morgan, those three have really come in and inserted themselves right off the bat. They've taken reps with the ones and taking reps with the twos. They're not playing like freshmen. Here's what's exciting. Carmelo, Frederick, and Samaj, their ability to get out of a break, we haven't seen that from many freshmen, let alone too many receivers that have come through here. Their, that ability, their ability to track the ball, Frederick Moore's ability to track the ball is as good as I've seen. Samaj Morgan, quick, fast, and, and in Sora Satcher, 
but a very big catch radius. He can catch the ball away from his body. He can high point. He's been really good. Very cool. That's what Michigan needs. Michigan needs these wide receivers. After last year, we're sitting there talking about on paper, this is great. On paper, this is great. And it was just okay. If J.J. McCarthy is going to be better than which ESPN in their top 100, they have him at number 37 nationally, but that's the 12th best quarterback in the country. If he's going to be up in that upper upper region, you don't have to be number one. I mean, honestly, being 12th is probably fine. No one was really looking at Stetson Bennett as being like this incredibly crazy quarterback, but he could go out there and make plays when needed. You saw that in the national championship game. You saw that against Michigan. But uh, they just need a guy that's going to be able to take that step forward. And in order to do that, you need receivers that can make plays. And it sounds like amongst others, they have a couple guys that can do that. Um, He did mention, I'm not going to, all right, that's superfluous. So let's, let's get to the next three. Then asked very specifically, what about freshmen? He said, yeah, there's other guys. There's a great group of freshmen, Cameron Brandt, Eno Etta, Trey Pierce. Those three have been outstanding and came in right on time. Trey Pierce. Talked about him all offseason. You know what? We talked about him last week when the rosters, or two weeks ago when the rosters got released. I guess it was last week that we finally talked about it. And I just feel, Harbaugh continues, I just feel like that interior defensive line group has really been bolstered. We'll see the fifth and sixth defensive lineman is going to be in that rotation. But definitely those three will most likely be in. That's how good they're playing. Exciting. I mean, Trey Pierce looks like a guy who could play right now. I saw him on Friday. He looks like a guy they can play right now. I haven't seen Cameron Brandt. I haven't seen Enoetta since he was a uh, a visitor as a recruit. Exciting. So he also mentioned uh, three other guys in the defensive backs. He was talking about uh, defensive backs, and he goes, three really good freshmen in that group, another position group that have three that are ascending. DJ Waller, Jair Hill, and Cam Calhoun are coming on fast. So that's all he said about them. Um. This isn't the most exciting freshman class, but I mean, the fact that he was able to pull nine names out of a hat and say, we're, we're feeling good about this. That's cool. That's good stuff. Would also have loved to hear like Decon Tonielli, but he's at a loaded position group, so it doesn't really matter that much. But granted, all of these guys for the most part are, except for, I mean, wide receivers, that's the, probably the ones that are most expensive, uh, not expensive, but most uh, needed. The only actually other name I probably would want to hear is a guy like Cole Cabana, who I've I heard from Chris Ballas that there's some real excitement internally there. So sign up to on three if you want. Well, I don't know if you talk about on three. Hang out with Chris Ballas. He'll tell you everything. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, all right, I'm coughing uh, for no reason. Oh, probably because I had a cigar while I worked. Anyway, that's going to do it for us today. Uh, we will be back uh, probably earlier if everything works out before our player press conference was at three tomorrow. Uh, and uh, we're going to maybe, tr- we're going to try to double up one of these days. We're going to go through Saturday. That's why I took yesterday off. I just wanted two days off just to rest and relax. So uh, I did that, especially since we did a podcast the day I was at a party. That's it. That's all I got. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We will talk to you again soon. Peace.